everybody, and welcome to the Raise Your Standards podcast. <laughs> Apparently, I did that weird because Autumn is just laughing at me, but we are so excited to have you here for this episode that we are titling March Madness. Now, this is for a couple reasons. Mm-hmm. One, will we be talking about basketball on this episode? A little bit. Yes, that's true. Um, this is the first year I made a March Madness bracket. Let me tell you, it was spectacularly bad. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, and then I made Sweet 16 brackets to make up for it. And they were so bad. They were in like the um, like first percentile or something. Like, honestly, it was mm. I got every single game wrong. Um, but it was really fun and I really enjoyed it. But it is also March Madness because Autumn has been living a crazy, crazy life this month. Um, and I'm also, I don't know why I'm titling this, that as well, because this is technically April, but we're talking about basketball. So March Madness, all these events happen in March. Uh, so Autumn, do you have anything to say here? Uh, well, don't I have to say that's like where I'm at right now. Um, yes, like Hannah said, life has been crazy. Crazy in some of the best ways and crazy in some of the let's improve ways. Um, so to start, I think just stepping back, uh, kind of the original reason for doing this episode was to talk about a cool experience I got to have with my dad. So he donated to an organization and a charity event called the All In Challenge and was put into a raffle basically to win this sweepstakes to the final four. And so this was last year. He ended up actually uh, receiving a call. He decided like, oh, this must be for no reason. I don't know what this is. And then he was like, wait a sec. I donated to this. This must be legit. So then he reached out to the people. And sure enough, he had won this grand sweepstakes to go to the final four event. So as part of that package, we got to meet with uh, Kenny the Jet Smith. Um, if you don't know who that is, he is a famous basketball player. He is now um, a sports broadcaster. He used to be on a team with Michael Jordan. He also is on a show with uh, Shaq and Charles Barkley. Um, basically, just a guy who knows people, we'll say, and he's pretty cool himself. Um, so I'll touch a little bit more on that. Um, but then, just high level, we got to go out to Indianapolis. For the final four, got to see both or all three games. So the two uh, final four games and then the championship game. Got to see Miley Cyrus, which was super cool. Feel like life is starting to get back to normal again. But um, on top of that, there's been some other dramatic life events we'll get into. But <laughs> I'll start with the basketball stuff. <laughs> yeah, so that sounds good. Let's start with your final four trip um, and meeting Kenny. How did all of that go down? I know you put a poll on our Instagram for asking him questions. Did you get to ask him any questions? Yes. What was that like? I did. So one of the pieces of uh, advice, so I got this from Hannah, but Hannah asked everyone, what's your best piece of life advice? And I think that's just such a great question because it's just why wouldn't you ask that? Why wouldn't you want to know how one of the most successful people got to where they are and what advice they think of? So with that, this was a super funny response, but basically he was like, life is not a microwave. And I was like, okay. And he was like, life is an oven. Okay. And I was like, I kind of know where he's going here. Basically good things can't be zapped into good things. He's like any person I know who has been successful 
has had to put in the time and energy and slowly bake their process overnight, whether that be shooting free throws, whether that's setting up on your marketing skills, any of the above. I think it goes to show that good things take time. And I feel like that's also something Hannah says. So um, just being able to really put in that energy to know that anything worthwhile is you just got to be patient, which I am an impatient person. So it was actually really good advice. I I love that life advice. That is something I try to like personally do in my own life where you're going to get good things through being consistent at doing things. This is slightly different, but if you're consistent at doing things like that's eventually you'll get good. You can't expect to be good at things right away. Um, and you know, it's, that's so good too. Cause then you can have a growth mindset where if you're not where you want to be now, you just need to realize I need to put in the work and then oh, later, yeah. you know, hopefully it'll be better for you. Completely. And I think that's basically another way of saying having a growth mindset. So I like how you tied that together. Um, the other thing he said, cause I asked him, what is a fun fact, um, that not everyone would know about you. And he said he knows 80% of hip hop lyrics. And I was like, wait, what? That's insane. I mean, I think I know a lot of songs, but he was like, no, no, no. Like you don't understand. Like I know basically all the songs and all the lyrics. Did you and quiz I like, him? So cool. I should have, but <laughs> I didn't. Dang it. Missed opportunity. <laughs> I know, but you only, I only got 15 minutes with him. Um, so both my dad and I, um, and then, yeah, we decided not to go touch on the Michael Jordan route because I heard like him and Michael Jordan have some sort of like aminosity. Um, but apparently in one of the interviews I was watching, he still has, Michael Jordan still has, uh, Cuddy uh, Smith's belt from college, which I think is super funny because he was like, I want that belt back. <laughs> So that's funny. Yeah. yeah. So honestly, just interviewing with him or interviewing him, I realized how much humans are still humans. Like, even though this person is so successful and has done so much with his life, he is still just so down to earth. He talked actually a lot about his faith too, which I didn't realize was something that's important to him. Um, so he talked about just the importance of, uh, going and kind of like having that um, spiritual connection and when life gets hard to really lean on that and then the other thing he did was show us a tour of his studio so behind the scenes tour and this girl was like oh it's time to get your COVID shot and he was like uh you gotta wait like I'm finishing up with these people and like put the COVID shot or sorry not COVID shot what is it the test the COVID, COVID test, test. I was like he has a personalized COVID shot that'd be insane I'm sorry. he probably does let's be honest um but no, he put the getting the test on hold so he could like finish up the call with us and like introduce us to like his makeup artist and like, like all this stuff it was so cute that's so sweet I love that mm-hmm. so how was the rest of your final four trip uh it was good so we had a chauffeur from the airport to the hotel so it was like a four dollar sign hotel the jw marriott which was super cool but being there for four days you learn how important a fridge is and a microwave is like play on words you know like he was talking about microwaves but like microwaves are so important and especially while being in a hotel we weren't able to really make a lot of food so we had to like go 
out more than what I would love, but that's a side note from the most fun stuff. So, and I'm guessing too that probably be hard traveling nowadays because I know fancier hotels would normally give you like a continental breakfast and have a little snack totally. room set up and everything that you can just like go and graze whenever. Um, but yeah. is during COVID, is none of that like set up? Uh, no. So none of that was available. Um, they did have a Starbucks open, but that was it. So I just miss the value of having a fridge with all the things I can have, especially with my milk allergy now. Man, it was hard eating out that much. Um, but with that, so I actually got to see, so we flew in on Friday and I got to see one of my friends uh, who actually studied abroad with me. So She's from Ireland, so I hadn't seen her since I studied abroad, so it had been about three years. Uh, she gave me a tour of Indianapolis, and then uh, my dad and I hung out, went out to dinner a couple nights, and then Saturday we got to go to both of the games, um, and the UCL game, UCLA game was just absolutely insane. Um, they played Gonzaga, and that was definitely the better of the two. Um, because it was back and forth the entire night, and then it went into overtime, so everyone was you like... You didn't like the Gonzaga-Baylor blowout? <laughs> what? That was, sorry, for the final for the final game, when Baylor just completely crushed oh. Gonzaga. Yeah. I like the game no, you have to watch. I mean, we'll get to that. Oh, okay, yes. sorry. Sorry, didn't mean to jump ahead uh, there. No. Very good. Um, so, I think that game was just, like, absolutely insane, though, because... Not only was the energy super exciting, um, just there were so many people there just rooting for the team. It was fun to see college sports again, but back and forth the entire night. And then, so Jalen Suggs is actually from my hometown area. So like where I went to high school is where he's from. Apparently he decided not to go to our high school and went to a better high school. But Lame, you could have known him. Quote unquote better, like better for basketball. Um, yeah, I know he could have been a star for our school. Um, so that was kind of disappointing to find out, but really cool that he was from here. Anyway, so, um, we watched that game and then there was basically, it was in overtime and then there was a buzzer beater. So like Jalen Suggs like threw it up from half court and it went in and people were just like, what? It was insane. And Wait, as an aside, like, I was watching talk? that. I was watching that here with our friend Tanner, who y'all know because we interviewed him on the podcast. It was insane. Yeah. Like he just jumped up, started yelling. Yes. Like I was yelling because he was so excited. Yeah. It was, oh my gosh. If you, you need to go like rewatch it if you didn't see it. Um, it was so good. Yeah. At least the highlights. Yeah. So anyways, um, we basically just like everyone erupted because they thought it was going to go into double overtime. People who were intoxicated, like, didn't even realize what happened because they were looking around like they are ready for another quarter. I'm like, did you not see it? Because it was so quick that it happened that people just miss it. Um, I mean, I was paying attention, so I saw it. So that was really cool. But <laughs> of course, um, of course, that was such a fun game. And then the, uh, I'm trying to think. So it was right before that. Um, between the Baylor and Houston game, Miley Cyrus performed, which it was a surprise performance. So people didn't know that she was going to be there. Uh, and I really wanted her to sing Parting in the USA to not happen, but she sang Rock and Ball and then um, some other like more popular ones, um, more recent ones. And then she did like this like uh, modern music of hers combined with like a rock anthem. So she got the crowd going. That's pretty fun. 
Yeah. And then Sunday, it was Easter. So that was kind of interesting being away, um, especially over Easter. But we went to a church in the area and then afterwards got some Easter brunch, um, hung out, uh, checked out kind of like the local areas. Um, they have like a bar and restaurant area that we went to. And then um, what else did we do Sunday? Honestly, I feel like every, almost every day I was there, I took a two-hour nap. It was so nice to catch up on sleep. Uh, and then Monday, I worked and just prepared for the last game. So, yeah, then the Gonzaga-Baylor blowout. I actually got to meet the president of Baylor University. So, she was there with her husband, and her husband's, like, seven feet tall. This guy is insanely tall. It was just insane. Um, So, that was cool to see them, and they're level of energy compared to Gonzaga was just through the roof so I'm not surprised they won just solely based on their fan involvement good so, to know I didn't yeah. know I I mean you couldn't tell when you were watching their fan involvement who was more excited right. but it was also yeah. I enjoyed watching the game too yeah we sat by all the cardboard people so that was really funny um because they placed you next to the people the cardboard people <laughs> So when it like pans over, you like a blink and you're like, no, there are real people there for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, some of them That's you really can funny. easily tell, but it looks way more full, which is kind of nice, even from being there as a um, attendee and being able to see, uh, you know, when you look out, it's not like mostly empty and it looks more full. So I actually liked it. And then people started taking the cardboard things at the last game on Monday because they we're just going crazy and able to carry their cardboard with them. But my dad and I were like, we're not going to carry that on a flight. That would be obnoxious. That'd be so funny. Just like stick it next to you. It kind of would be. It kind of would be. We should, maybe we yeah, should have These are social distancing for our flights. Put it in like the middle row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're still doing that. So, yeah. I don't know. Missed opportunity again. So, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. Okay, so that's awesome to recap your Final Four trip. I think that was super cool. But the second reason why this podcast is our March Madness podcast is apparently you've had a really crazy March and past few weeks. Mm-hmm. What's been going on in your life? Oh, where to start? Okay, so find out about this trip, which was super exciting and fun. Um, but then going back, so the beginning of March um, – Life was good. I had started off the year by finding out I had a milk allergy. So I was kind of still adjusting to that and getting back to like figuring out, okay, what recipes can I eat? What recipes can I eat? Um, And I was still like mentally processing that because I found that out at the end of January. On top of that, my body decides to fail me yet again. And I found out I have a broken toe. So I had to go in for... I went in for the appointment initially because I thought my toe was maybe sprained or something. Hannah and I had done a decent amount of running um, when I was in California. And then with COVID, I ran more because gyms were closed. And I was doing yoga one day in in downward dog. And all of a sudden, it was just like on fire. So I was like, okay, just go get this checked out, get it checked out. And then they put me send me basically to another location because their x-ray machine wasn't working send me back to this location to go review it and then they're like yep you need an MRI it looks fractured so then they give me an MRI like two days later 
those things are weird. You got to stay so still. And I honestly felt like I wasn't moving at all. And she was like, you got to stay still or we're going to have to redo it. And I was like, please, no. <laughs> oh, wait, as an as an aside. So I used to, um, during one of my internships, I got to be an MRI tech where I Ooh. would not, not at a hospital or anything, but for research. They have one in the basement of Stanford Psychology Building. So fun fact, um, you go down there and there's like this whole like little medical center for like MRIs for participants. And I was trained to like actually run them. So I would put participants in the MRI, tell them to stay still, and then, you know, run all of the stuff. And I mean, most of our participants stayed pretty still, but you do, it's not them being, just them being ridiculous. You do actually Mm -hmm. have to stay pretty still. And I think it's especially hard for your feet as well, just because at least for us, I mean, we were doing brain imaging, so fMRI. Um, and we had like a whole like little brace set up for their head and we put padding in it just so really they couldn't move. But I would imagine if your foot's just out there, yeah, it'd be kind of hard. Yeah, they sort of, they wrapped it up a little bit, but then they put a little vitamin D pill, which I thought was so random and taped it on my toe so that the <clears throat> individual reviewing the MRI could see where I was having the most pain. So that was kind of strange. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. Although when I first got in there, she was like, oh, like, we're going to play music for you. What kind of music do you like? I was like, I don't know, like country or pop or whatever is fine. And then I didn't hear anything for 10 minutes. And then she was like, if you have any issues, squeeze this button. So I squeezed it. And I was like, can I get some music, please? Because it's just so hard to sit still, especially if you're not distracted. Um, anyway, so from that, found out my toe was broken. Uh, and then... From there, basically, <clears throat> had to decide what my next step was. So he gave me the option of a cortisol shot, which will probably do nothing, a boot, which will also probably do nothing. He was like, it would be less than 5% chance it would do anything. Otherwise, he was like doing surgery. But then he described like what they would be doing during surgery. And I almost fainted just listening to him talking about what they're going to do. So apparently, I have a broken sesamoid, which is a little, so you have two bones on the bottom of your big toe that provide like stability and balance. And one of those is fractured. So now I have to get surgery, which is quite the bummer. That is a bummer. And that's also pretty scary. Uh, the only surgery I've ever gone is my wisdom teeth. And I have to say, I wasn't really a fan, but it's also not the worst thing ever. So maybe it'll be better with your foot. I don't know. I mean, I got my wisdom teeth out and it was fine. It definitely was not ideal to be under anesthesia, but you know. Okay, wait, here's, I have a hypothesis for this. I think it's worse if it's your face and this is why. Because like, I don't know, this is like a weird thing, but I feel like, you know, who like me, myself, my conscious self is always located up in my head because that's where I like see the world from. But they're operating on your foot, which is like farther away. So it'll just be better than having them like drill into your face. It just seems better. Like if I were to choose have like surgery on my face or on my foot, I would choose my foot. Okay. <laughs> Does that I mean, resonate? No. Then like, yeah, like a part of my face, but I don't know. I'm just hoping that everything goes smoothly. So if you have any tips for surgery or just prepping or what to do after, I will probably need movie recommendations. So they said it would be a pretty seamless surgery, though. It's only 30 minutes, and I don't know. Then I'm out and go home the same day. So we shall see. But then that same week, my car got broken into, which just already dealing with the 
surgery stuff. And then, so I was taking Maisie to the dog park after work one day. Cause I was like, you know what? Like she needs to get out, get some movement. That would be great. And so I <clears throat> was at the dog park and I, you know how like, well, you don't know because you're not a dog owner, but <laughs> most people who go to the dog park, it's just like you walk around a little bit and then you come back. And like this particular dog park had a parking lot that was a little bit a ways away from like where the actual part is that the dogs play in. So I had like hidden my wallet. It was like under my seat because like I didn't need it while I was going, but I was like, you know what? Like, I don't want to leave it out in the open. So anyways, then I returned from playing with Maisie and my whole uh, driver's seat windshield has been shattered. So whole windshield or sorry, not windshield, um, window. So the window was shattered and it had just been freshly shattered because I realized like when I looked at it, it was like still trying to fall. Um, so, and then I realized another girl next to me, her car had also been broken into. Um, and I guess like her purse was out on her seat. So I'm assuming they like broke into her car and then broke into mine afterwards, just because they had already broken into one. They're like, well, they may as well do too. Yeah. You know, yeah. why stop at one? Right next to it. Cause they probably went like because it was her passenger side window. So they probably broke into that one and then used whatever tool they used to get into the other. Makes um, sense. Super unfortunate because normally I don't do that. But like I said, I hid the stuff and I wasn't there for more than like 20 minutes. So it was really quick um, that they did. But right away after I saw it, I was like, I need to lock all my credit cards. So that's what I did even before I called the police. Then I called the police and they'd actually tried to charge my cards of over a thousand dollars at Walmart down the street from where I was, but luckily I'd locked them in time. So everything's good. Oh, so smart. See, that's the thing is I feel like I wouldn't have thought of that right away. Be like, oh, I yeah. need to lock my cards. I would be like, I'll call the police, like figure this out later. But that's yeah. so smart. That's a good tip. If you're ever stolen, if your wallet gets stolen, lock your credit cards. Yeah. And do it right away. And also get alerts, like push notifications to your phone. Because I have text messages set up. So it will alert me when something is purchased and normally you're like oh it'll be fine like that won't happen to me but like it can happen and it can happen anywhere unfortunately I have the alert set up on my phone too so if anyone tries to use it it'll show up yeah and get all the apps too so all the banking apps that's what saved me I think is because I had all the apps on my phone and it only took me less than like two minutes to lock all of them so Luckily, it worked out, and I told the other girl, because she walked out almost at the same time. I was like, do the same, and she did, and then luckily, they weren't able to use any of those, but now they're stealing her identity somehow, so luckily, oh, not gosh. mine yet. No, That's it's horrible. Like, it's super scary. Like, they're, I don't know, writing checks that are in her name and signing them, allegedly. I don't know. It's a mess, so um, yeah, hopefully, the police will be on it, but then the police came, and it was fine but it was just like uh crap and then they're like do you have your id i was like no it was stolen <laughs> like everything i had was stolen in there so luckily i got all the cards replaced but um because i had a california id i need to get that squared away because i didn't um that's a little awkward because you're not in yeah, california because I'm in minnesota but i'm moving back so it's just like a hectic so yeah yeah <clears throat> so, wait do you currently have an id um i have my passport oh okay yeah, so I do have identification, but it's just not what I want to be using for ever. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Dang. Yeah. Um, super fun. 
we love it. Um, so, anyways, um, that's been my March Madness and all of that. And April has not been any less crazy. Also been crazy, but that's for another time. Well, that is absolutely insane. I'm so sorry that March was so crazy I mean crazy in good ways because like you got to go see actual March Madness but also crazy in bad ways because your toe was broken and your car was broken into that's just I feel like a lot of stuff for people or like for you to go through you know Mm -hmm. yeah you had some high highs but low lows so that's how life goes but luckily I've been keeping my um I can't remember if you got it for me or if I bought it somewhere but I have this devotional book Uh, it's gray on the outside it's like God's purpose for your life I think Um, you got that for you I think I've only gotten you one devotional book yeah or someone got it for me I don't remember I actually don't even remember if I've gotten you a devotional I think I've sent a devotional to lots of other people but maybe not you hmm yeah I don't know but that's been getting me through and then just uh journaling doing my gratitude and power prayer guys it's amazing but um yeah that's my madness that's my stories <laughs> cool cool any um, highs and lows from your march <laughs> highs and lows from my march. okay well march is also a little bit crazy for me but as opposed to autumn march is just great um i got to get so i was okay I was accepted into grad school which is awesome especially because this has been a goal of mine for you know many 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 years I think I have honestly like in the back of my mind wanted a PhD even like in high school but I never really knew like what that really meant and then in college I was like oh that means research I don't want to do that but then I really liked research so then after my sophomore year I was like I need a PhD this is like the dream job So I applied last year, and I got into pretty much all of the programs I applied to, which was absolutely just so humbling and so amazing. So March was really spent. um, So if you don't know about applying to grad school, when you apply to grad school, the deadline to accept for all schools, they've all kind of signed this, is April 15th. But most of them tell you if you've gotten in in January and February. So March for me was Zooming with all the different professors that I wanted to work with at all the different schools and figuring out, do I want to go here? Like getting to know grad students there, getting to know the incoming cohort, seeing, can I picture myself with these people for the next five years and asking all these questions. And then of course, also working out funding because for grad school, some, like if you get a PhD, it should be funded um, for the full five years. Like that's just non-negotiable, at least for me, but then summer funding, not all like programs will offer you summer funding for five years. And that's a little bit more negotiable. So I wanted to see if I could get summer funding for all the programs. Um, so I was talking with everybody about that, um, getting that locked down. So that way I know I have, you know, full-time funding so I can just do research the full five years without having to worry about every summer not having the money to do it. So worked through that, talked to all the professors. So I had a lot of Zoom meetings, which I personally really love. Like I love, 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 love talking with people, especially professors in my field. So that was really cool. And then on top of that, our lab is currently in the process of hiring a new lab manager. So I got to interview a bunch of our top candidates and go through their resumes, which I also really enjoy. I think it's a nice little like break in my normal work to get to be more people focused. So March was really good for me. So I did all of that. One of my best friends came to visit. I got to go wine tasting, which was really cool because I hadn't done that in a while. Um... I'm just looking at my calendar right now. Like it was just, yeah, it was a blast, um, but also definitely really busy. 
looking forward to the next couple of months here in the Bay. Um, oh, I also figured out what I'm moving from the Bay. So I'll be moving probably end of June, which is really sad because I love it here. But I'm going to UC Santa Barbara in the fall. So I will be there, which is exciting. I get to live less than a mile from the beach, which let Ooh. me tell you, that is a dream. A dream. Like who gets to live less than a mile from the beach while doing research and teaching people for five years? I don't know. Someone super, I'm just, I just feel very blessed and very lucky. So it's been a good, it's March was a good month. Yeah. And actually I forgot to mention too, the, um, the week that everything happened for me was the same week that stuff in Atlanta happened. And then like the week after that or the week before, or yeah, after it was like Colorado shootings and uh, it was just, it was a month. So it was was madness. But anyways, you you guys may be noticed that we're rambling a little bit here and this episode isn't super topical. And that's just because we've been really busy and we didn't really decide to like make a whole little list of things to talk with you about. But don't worry, we have an awesome um, surprise and like new launch for you guys starting in May. So I think we're going to get back to interviewing guests and having it be more topical and really like going hard on the podcast and, you know, trying to like give you our best content or at least better content than we've been delivering recently. So that's, that's overall, overall the goal here. We're really excited for May and for the summer and for continuing our podcast into the second year, because we've been podcasting for two years, Autumn. Is that not like super exciting for one year? year, Sorry. One One year year. going on to going on to, we're starting our second year. But we're turning one year old. One year. <laughs> Which I just, I personally think is super cool because I love consistency. And I think, you know, anything you can do consistently, if it's a, like, is going to be great. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm i the type of person who I have the same morning routine every single day. I, like, do the same workouts or at least I go running, like, the same days every week. I like to eat the same food. Um, so I just love consistency and I'm just so proud of Autumn and proud of myself that we were able to consistently do a podcast almost every two mm-hmm. weeks for a year. I think that that's just a big accomplishment, especially given the year that 2020 has been. So yeah. congratulations, Autumn. That's real cool. And, and Hannah. <laughs> Guess congratulations. And Cammie. It's weird. It's, and yeah, congratulations, Cammie and Russell. Thank you guys and so Myra much. And Myra. Like, it's really been- it's been a team effort guys thank you to everyone on our team um so with that autumn do we want to do any fun questions for the end of this episode Mm, fun questions well i feel you're better at fun questions so i'll let you come up with one question i am giving you the i'm empowering you to ask fun questions i got a question um as i'm looking at my dog if you could get a dog what kind of dog would it be and what would you name it Okay. Here's the thing. I have a Pinterest board for this. I'm not kidding. Um, I am going to get, when I get a dog, I'm getting a chow chow. So there are a couple of reasons for this. First off, they are really, really, really cute. They're like little teddy bears, honestly. And the first dog that we ever bought was a golden retriever chow mix. They're not too big. They're not too small. Um, and I just, I love the type of fur that they have. I'm a fan of like the fluffy dog fur. Uh, that is, that's the type of fur I like. And their tongues are blue, which I just think is really cool. So mm-hmm. I'm going to get a chow chow for that reason, but I have a couple other reasons. Another reason is that they're really loyal to one person and they're pretty protective, which I don't know why in my, that just seems like an attractive trait for like your dog where you want it to be like, 
like your dog, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I, I just want to chow chow. That's going to be like pretty loyal and pretty protective, which is also just nice to have around, especially if you're like living by yourself, which I never plan to do, but if I got a dog, I would chow chow for sure. Um, and also they don't require a ton of exercise, which means if I did want to go out and do things with friends, I wouldn't feel bad that I hadn't, you know, like ran a ton with my dog. Um, but I, I also personally am a pretty big walker and runner anyways, but I just don't want to have to take my dog on like every single run I go on in case they can't keep up, which is like a weird thing to say. So Chow would just require a couple walks every day, which I really like. And it's the perfect size. As for names. So I want to get a girl dog and I, I would love to name a dog something like Athena, but I just don't know if that's a good dog name. So I haven't, I haven't picked or I would love to make it like a pun. Um, but I can't tell right now. I, right now I think the winner is like Athena, but I don't know if it's like here, Athena. I don't know. It's too many syllables. So I need to shorten it or something. TBD on that one. Santa Barbara. No, I'm not too. Okay. I want like, I love, I would love like a Greek or Roman name for a dog. I just think that's kind of cool. Aphrodite. No, see the reason it was Athena is she's the goddess of wisdom. And I think that's Ooh. cool. I don't want to be like have my dog be like a little like goddess of love dog. Um so TBD, if you guys have great dog names that for like girl dogs, let me know. Um I'm again, I'm not actually going to get a dog anytime soon, but I have a Pinterest for it, so I am prepared. A little bit. Okay, I have another question. And I know you're not leaving yet, but since you mentioned it, what are <laughs> what are I'm showing Autumn things? my Pinterest just to give you guys a visual <laughs> you know, here of what's like, what like interrupted Autumn. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? I, I just needed to let her dog. know that this was like a serious no, I know a serious what they business. Are. I know what no, they are. No, but look at this blue one. Oh my I aunt has a chow cool. mix. It's like a chow mix with German Shepherd. It's super cute. Okay, I will I'm done done sharing my screen. Super perceptive, although it's really shy. Um, okay, back to my question. Um, last question. What are three of the things you will miss most about the Bay Area that are not people? Wait, that aren't people? I was going to just be like, my friends, my friends, my friends. Okay, I really love NorCal weather. Not going to lie. I think 60 degrees is the perfect temperature. And it is, especially like in the winter and like in the fall, I want to say like seven or eight months out of the year, it's probably like 55, 60 degrees. Maybe that was a lot of months, but maybe like seven. So I really love the weather here. I think that that's so awesome. Another thing I'm going to miss is I know, okay, this kind of is the people, but I think the culture of the Bay where most people you meet, most people you meet are working for Google or Tesla or Facebook, or they are doing something at Stanford. I like within a couple of weeks of me moving here, I met someone who had a patent pending cure for cancer. And I think just the passion that people have in the Bay, and I'm sure they have it in Santa Barbara, but the passion and the excellence here is really unmatched, um, especially, I don't know, it's just unmatched. And I really love that. And the third thing, there's no sweet green in Santa Barbara. And let me tell you, sweet green is the best salad restaurant ever. And I mean, it's everywhere. It's like in DC, it's in like big cities. Not in Santa Barbara, though. So, sweet green. I don't know how you would ever listen to this podcast. But if you are, please, please build a sweet green in Santa Barbara. I would be so excited. I will eat at you. I will eat sweet green. Like, I eat it two times a week right now. So, sweet green. Sweet green. 
Love it. Yeah, I miss Sweet Green, not gonna lie. Um, do they have fills in Santa Barbara? I don't know if there's fills in Santa Barbara, but honestly, I also kind of don't care because I don't go out to drink. I don't go out to coffee that often. Um, what I do, though, is I make coffee at home. And I'm going to tell everybody, Autumn kind of rolled her eyes at this, but I'm going to tell you guys my coffee system that I've worked out, which is just like the best thing in my life. Okay, that's, that's a bit of a stretch, but it's a really great thing. So here's my system for coffee. So you know how like whenever you meet somebody or like you have friends and you don't necessarily know what to get them for a gift? It's really obnoxious because you're like, I love them as a person, but what could like I possibly give them that they would actually really enjoy? So it's a problem that exists. So to solve that problem in my life, I tell everybody that I really love coffee. So that way, whenever anybody wants to buy me a gift that's not too expensive, they just go and they buy me coffee beans. And this is awesome because then they have a gift that they know I like and I'm always super stoked to get it. But also then I always have coffee, which makes my coffee habit essentially free. And I just like, honestly, this system has worked out so, so, so well. Um, like Autumn gets me, like got me coffee um, for Christmas along with a book, which is super sweet of her. And then my friend Kristen, who was on the podcast a while ago, just randomly sent me some coffee. And then as she randomly sent me some coffee, my other random friend was like, hey, I'm visiting home. And I know you're like local, co- like you have a favorite coffee shop here. He's like, what beans would you like? Just randomly. And it's just, it's worked out great. Um, so guys, I, I make my coffee at home. That's the point. But also, this is, if you want to like make a system like this, you can like a constant influx of coffee into my house and into my life, which I just love. <laughs> I've definitely drank less coffee since not being around you <laughs> as much. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably better for you, honestly. Don't be like me, guys. Be no. drink drink coffee in moderation, not extra. Yeah. yeah. I have like one cup a day now. But also not having free coffee access at Google anymore that uh has lowered my coffee intake as well. So I can't only blame it on you. Yeah, that's true. Blame it on Google. Anyways, I don't have anything else. Autumn, do you have anything else? No, ma'am. Okay, well, we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in for this past year. Um, Y'all have been the sweetest audience and we are so excited to keep continuing uh, Raise Your Standards, you know, season two starting in May. So that'll be really cool. And yeah, hopefully we'll get back to our normal content talking about topics that and having guests and it'll be really fun and thanks for listening to our like march madness rambling today uh, if you want to follow us you can follow us at raise your standards podcast or if you want to follow autumn follow her at autumn or me at hannah underscore and we hope to you know have you tune in with the next time bye